truth is, Leah Grace, in one form or another, I have graduated four different times from four different institutions. But the only one I really remember is high school. It really is the most important thing in everybody's life. We all look forward to that day when we get to be in your shoes and graduate from high school. It's a major step on the road to adulthood. So this morning, as I'm going to be talking to you through the message and talking to all of us as we share this time together, I'm wondering about all of the feelings that are going through your mind as you're preparing for graduation. There's excitement and elation. What an accomplishment. Sort of nervous because you're going somewhere you've never gone before. Out of high school and into that road toward adulthood. Maybe even a little afraid because you're leaving the familiar to start a brand new life called after school. You're crossing one of life's great milestones and you're also standing at that point where the future and the past come together and everything you've accomplished will meet all the things you have the potential to achieve in the years to come. It's also a time when responsibility becomes more important. It becomes very real to your life. You're about to be responsible for what you do next. You know, it's, it's interesting to think about because by and large, until we finish high school, we really don't have a lot of decisions we have to make for ourselves. Parents make decisions for us. Teachers make decisions for us. People set the schedule. You do what you're supposed to do. You study the things you're supposed to study. And then all of a sudden, there comes that point, And all of a sudden, you're responsible You've got to decide, what do I want to do next? Where do I want to go? How, what kind of person do I want to be? And there's not somebody else that's going to tell you this is how you have to do it. You decide for yourself. We've heard about your plans for the next chapter of your life, but it's up to you to trust the Lord and see what happens. We're excited that you've had so many folks who have helped you prepare for this moment your parents grandparents family friends teachers so many folks have gotten you ready for this point but the most important person is the Lord himself and this morning I want us to think about how God in his word speaks to you and I think speaks very specifically to all of us in those times when we reach turning points just like you have Harrison and listen to what Paul said to Timothy we read it together just a few moments ago but he said therefore I remind you to stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands for God has not given us a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind you know Paul was talking to Timothy at one of those significant seasons in his life Timothy had always been Paul's son in the ministry and Paul is sending Timothy forth and he's saying to him you know what Timothy from now on you're not going to be a spiritual follower you're going to be a spiritual leader you're going to set the pace and you're going to show the way and you're going to choose your future and let me tell you what God wants you to know so let me remind you, Leah Grace, and remind us all of the things God says through 2 Timothy. And the first thing he says is this. He says, stir up your gift. 
Stir up the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of my hands. In this short command, the Bible offers you an affirmation, a challenge, and a reminder. The affirmation is this. You are uniquely gifted. You know, one thing I am sure of, Leah Grace, on this graduation Sunday is this. There's never been anybody like you before in the history of the world. And there'll never be anybody like you again as long as this world endures. You are absolutely unique. You are a unique creation of God. I love the way that Stephen Curtis Chapman describes his, his own child being born. And this is what he says. He says, I see the fingerprints of God when I look at you. Isn't that great? And we look at you and that's what we see. We see the fingerprints of God. He created you uniquely. He placed you in your unique family. He put you in your unique school. He's given you your unique experiences because he has a unique plan for your life. God has created you especially and he has placed gifts in you because he expects you to make the most of them he's created you with a unique personality your own mind your unique spirit and you have the potential to change the world it may be in big ways it may be in small ways, but if you give the best of you of what you are to the future God places in front of you, you have the ability to change things for the better. So I affirm you, you have a gift, a special gift, a gift given you by God. But along with that gift, God also gives you a challenge, and it is this, you have to stir up that gift. Paul said to Timothy, I remind you to stir the gift of God which is in you. And I read that description, and all I can think about is that big pot of soup with all of those special ingredients that needs to be stirred up. And unless it's stirred up, the flavor never really comes out the way it should. And you're to stir up the gifts that God has placed in you. That's God's way of saying he's given you great gifts, but they're never going to reveal themselves unless you are actively committed to stirring up your gifts. You know, if you saw a diamond when it came out of the diamond mine, you wouldn't be very impressed with it. It's just a lump. It doesn't look like anything special or anything precious, but in the right hands, as it is carefully cut, by gifted people, it reveals its brilliance. And that's exactly what you can do. As you stir up your gift, as you polish and shine and cut and prepare that gift God has put in you, you have the potential to shine in the world. So it's up to you to do everything you can as you prepare yourself, as you are determined, as you serve others, as you follow God's calling let me remind you of this. And the best things in your life will not be the things that come easily. The best things in your life are going to be the things that challenge you and call forth effort and expect you to give the best you have when you strive with determination to fulfill your potential. God will bless you. So you have a gift and a challenge, and then the reminder is this, and you are building on strong foundations. 
I love what Paul said to Timothy. He said, your gift came about as a result of my laying on my hands. Now, when he was talking about that, he wasn't just talking about a physical touch. He wasn't just talking about, I gave you a hug from now and uh, every now and then and such. What he was saying was, I laid my hands on you. I saw the potential. And I invested myself in you. And I poured myself in you. And Paul was reminding Timothy that I have done everything I could to prepare you. Never forget those who have invested in you. Never forget how much your parents have invested in your life and all the ways that they taught you the things you needed to know and showed you the values you needed to share. And never forget how your family has been there and surrounded you and loved you. Never forget the teachers who have invested their lives in you, given you knowledge and abilities and challenged you and equipped you for the future yet to come. And never forget those influential adults in your life who have invested in you. You can look around yourself and see so many people who have invested themselves in your life, who have prayed for you and encouraged you and cared for you. And they're going to continue to want to know everything about you in the years to come. I guess what I'm saying is this, Leah Grace. Never forget that nobody becomes great alone. Great people are a reflection of those who pour their lives and their influence into them. So commit yourself to making them proud of everything that you're becoming. Not only that, the Bible says this, and you are to live boldly. The Bible says God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. You know, so many people enter their lives tentatively. Change makes them afraid. Growth frightens them. If they could, they would say, I'm going to keep everything just the same. Don't be afraid to step out and risk. Don't worry about those times when you're going to fall. Can I tell you a secret? Because we're all going to. We all have those times when we have to pick ourselves up and dust ourselves off and get started again. And there's nothing wrong with that. Never be afraid to be different. Live boldly. Dream big dreams. Dare to expect the best from yourself. Nobody wants to look back over the life they've lived and say to themselves, if only, if only I'd tried, if only I had risked, if only I'd been willing to really put myself out there. You don't want to say, if only. Instead, you want to live as one of those people who says, what if? What if I tried? What if I challenged? What if I stretched? What if I trusted? What if I followed the God's plan? What if? What if? What if? If I could give you one piece of advice this morning, it would be this. Find a purpose bigger than yourself and give yourself to it without reservation. Don't be afraid to dream. Believe God has a plan for you. And then the third thing I would say is this, and rely on God's promise. As you determine the dreams and the goals you're going to set for yourself over the next few years or the next 10 years, 
of the next 50 years. You need to remember two things. The first one is this. You will never accomplish anything of ultimate value unless it is rooted in the Lord. Nothing you do that's going to last forever is going to happen unless the Lord is in it. And if your trust is in him, you'll never have to face a challenge or an obstacle or an opportunity alone. Remember God's promise to Joshua when he said, Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Now, there's a promise you can grab hold of and hang on to for years yet to come. It's a promise all of us can hang on to. The Lord your God is with you wherever you go. He's never going to leave you. You're never going to have to wonder if he's there. Life is going to be uncertain from time to time. It's not always predictable, but God's promise is he will guide you. And he will be a constant in your life. And even in those times when you may face seasons of struggle, you need to know God is there and God's plan is perfect. And he loves you. And he's going to work it out in your life. I like the way that Mark Batterson says it. He said, the longer I live, the more I think that spiritual maturity is less about figuring out the future and more about a moment-to-moment sensitivity to the Spirit of God. He goes on and he says this, I'm not saying we shouldn't make plans, but you might want to use a pencil with an eraser and have a shredder handy. God has things that he's going to do through your life. And sometimes you're going to wonder what he's up to, but his plan is always there. Not long ago, I heard a testimony from a missionary couple. They're getting ready to go to a very dangerous part of the world. Part of the world where missionaries, Christians, are not welcome. They were sharing their testimony, and this is the testimony that the husband had. He said, you know... As I began college, I began to sense that God was calling me into ministry. And I believed that that calling was going to be in missions. But he said, my college major was anything but that. He said, it really wasn't a path that led to ministry. It was a very technical degree that I was in. And he said, and as years went by, two things happened. He said, the calling was just as strong. And I continued on in the path that I had taken. And he said... I earned a master's degree in this major that made no sense to me. And I earned a Ph.D. in that major that made no sense to me. And the whole time, I still felt like God was calling me into missions. He shared that because he said, and here's the testimony. And now we're going to that place where missionaries are not allowed And Christians are not welcome, but I'm going to be a university professor in the field where my degree is. And because of that, I'm going to be able to share Christ in a place where I could not go any other time. Now, why am I telling you that? Because God may lead you to go places and do things, and at the time, they may not make great sense to you. But you trust him. And you follow his leadership, and he'll guide you. The Lord's given you his Holy Spirit who dwells in you. 
and has promised to guide you. So you listen to that voice wherever you may be. He'll guide you. He will empower you. He will protect you. He will direct you as you make choices and determine priorities and choose a lifestyle for yourself. And then one last very important thing that I would say to you, Leah Grace, as you get ready to graduate high school and move on into a bigger world, and it is this, never be ashamed. Never be ashamed. Paul continues on in verse 8, and he says, Therefore do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. You're going out into a different kind of world than many of us did, Leah Gray, because you're going out into a world where the greatest fear that so many people your age have is that somebody might criticize you. Somebody might find fault with you. Somebody might reject you, and it might be because of who you are, and it might be because of who you're from, but it may very well be because of who you trust. And there's so many people who try to keep their Christian faith under a basket because they don't want to be criticized. They don't want their values to show. And timid souls will find themselves constantly afraid of rejection if they reveal, you know, I'm committed to Jesus. He's the guide of my life. But here's the thing. Bold testimonies that are backed up by bold living will always earn respect. And until you pay a price for your faith, it will not fully be real to you. Until that day when you recognize, even if I have to stand alone, I will stand with my Savior. You'll really not know the confidence that comes from trusting in Christ. So never be ashamed. Never be ashamed of the Lord or of the gospel. Never be ashamed of your upbringing. Never be ashamed of your heritage. Never be ashamed of your testimony. Live without shame. I don't know what the future may hold for you. You don't either. You have some plans right now, and some of those things are going to come to be. There may be some things God has planned for you, and this morning you don't have the first idea where it may be leading, but it's coming. But I know this, wherever you go and whoever you're with and whatever you do, never be ashamed. Hold your head high. Trust the Lord. Let people know who you belong to, and who you trust. And everything else will take care of itself. We're going to be praying for you. We're always proud when we get to see our seniors graduate, and we're always excited to see what happens next. God has a special plan for you. God bless you, Leah Grace. God bless you. This morning has not been a particularly evangelistic message been a very biblical message but it may be that there's someone here today and you recognize more than anything in the world you need a relationship with Jesus Christ maybe when you heard me saying to Leah Grace 
never be ashamed you've thought you know I don't know that I've ever been proud of my faith because I'm not sure that I have a real personal faith and today I need to give my life to Christ in a moment we're going to stand and sing an invitation hymn and if you're here and you're lost this is your uh, opportunity to trust Jesus Christ and take a bold stand for him or maybe God's calling you to be part of this fellowship. Or maybe God has another calling on your life. And you just need to be obedient. We're going to stand and we're going to sing. As God speaks, you come. Let's stand together. Let's sing our hymn of invitation. been a good day in God's house I'm glad we got to be here together and Leah Grace we are so proud of you and I'm going to invite your mom and dad to walk with you back to the lobby you're going to want to go by and see her as you leave and let her know you're going to be praying for her and let her know how proud you of her are of her so why don't you go ahead and make your way back there while they're going, let me remind you, we've got several special things coming up that are really exciting. Deacons, remember that we have our 4 o'clock meeting and then our 5 o'clock deacon study, and we're looking forward to that. Now, what's going to happen at 5 o'clock for everybody else? Well, this is going to be the first time since he came to join and be part of our staff ministry that Larry Bird is going to be preaching the message tonight. So I'm excited about that. Larry's going to do a great job and you'll want to be there to undergird and support him. And that's exciting. And then next week, remember, uh, it's going to be a special time. Not only because we're having our chicken and that's enough. But also next week, Memorial Day, will be when our youth choir joins with the, the youth choirs from Grace Life and Tannehill Valley. And they're going to be here and singing for us and being part of our morning service. And so that's exciting. Every year we look forward to having our youth as they begin their choir tour getting to do that with us here at First Baptist. So it's going to be a fun week this week. God's got some really special things ahead. Let's take a moment now. Let's pray together. And then after our prayer, one final song as we end our worship. 
Father, we do thank you for blessing us in those really important change moments in our lives. And Father, we thank you for Leah Grace. We thank you, Lord, for leading her to this point of graduation. And we pray your blessing on her in the future. And bless us all. Help us, Lord, to hear those words from Paul to Timothy and recognize they apply to each of us. And help us, Lord, to live confidently and boldly and unashamedly as we follow you. And we pray in Jesus' name. Amen.